Welcome to the Community Builder Podcast. The world is our classroom, and every moment is an opportunity to understand human connection at a newer level. On this podcast, we'll explore the minds of active community builders as they strive to leave their imprint on the world. Travis King. Let's build. Thank you so much, Lauren, for hopping on the podcast today. I know we chatted kind of briefly about, you know, what we've both been going through and just the adjustments that we've had to both make. But I just kind of wanted to start a little bit just by, you know, talking a little bit about you and like, you know, who you are, what you've been up to and kind of like where your focus has been. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the high-level overview, um, so I'm the founder and president of LW Branding, which is a boutique branding and marketing agency that specializes in working with pro athletes, although that's not the only, uh, those are not the only clients that we work with. And outside of, you know, that, which is obviously a huge title that consumes my, my life, I'm also a wife and a mom. Um, and very passionate about, you know, I kind of believe that you can, you can kind of have it all, you know, you can have the family, you can run a company, you know, you have to figure out priorities, obviously time management. But yeah, right now as it stands, obviously the world of sports is completely at a halt. And so that's been interesting for my business because as you can imagine, there are no marketing deals being done. There are some really cool philanthropic initiatives that some of my clients are involved in and that we have seen, you know, just go across the world as social media. But aside from that, uh, not only are brands, of course, postponing shoots uh, because people can't congregate in person, but a lot of deals are getting pushed off because we don't know when all this will end. And when it does come back, we don't necessarily know what the state of the economy is going to be. So I think that a lot of the companies we typically work with are also being very conservative in the sense that they want to set themselves up for success and don't necessarily want to overpromise and, and underdeliver. So that's where we're at. I've started to focus a little bit more on some clients outside of the world of sports and also trying to figure out some ways to leverage my experience my knowledge and all of my resources to really enrich the next generation and also those who are just inspired, you know, to be within the world of sports right now. Thanks so much for sharing that background. And um, it actually leads me right into my first question in terms of what it's like dealing with, you know, athletes on the rise. Like, what are some things that I guess you've seen that, you know, make a successful or, you know, just someone that's working towards their mission of, you know, putting their foothold in sports or anything that you can kind of share for, you know, young athletes out there? I think, I think one of the most important things that can sometimes be a very harsh reality, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, is that not every single professional athlete is marketable. Can every single professional athlete have a personal brand so they can figure out how to monetize? Yes, absolutely. But you are not marketable simply because of the fact that you are a pro athlete. 
So one thing to keep in mind for athletes that are on the rise and what I always tell my clients, especially if they're individuals who are just about to get drafted or maybe the draft just happened, is that it is going to take work. There is a reason why you see Patrick Mahomes on as the face of all of these huge brands. Take a look at his social media. Take a look at all the shoots that he's doing. It takes work to build your brand to then engage with companies who want to have you as the face. So what's super important is to understand what your personal brand is. And the whole thing and one of the biggest misconceptions is that you don't build a brand. Like you don't come out and hire someone and you get this color scheme and here are the things you're going to talk about. And here's your tone. I mean, your personal brand is who you are. So it's in your best interest to lean into who you are as a person down to the core. What is your why? Literally, why do you get up in the morning? Where do you come from? What's your family life like? What makes you tick? And then figure out how you want to bring those things to life. And then if you're willing to do it, let your fans in on that person. Figure out how to humanize yourself so that fans can kind of let you off of that pedestal that they like to put you on. See you as a real person. And that's the best way to then begin to build your brand, which then can lead to those different forms of monetization opportunities where you can get paid to simply be who you are and do what you do and represent some of these brands out there. Got it. So it sounds like something that typically people are trying to build like, you know, a Lego set. And what you're saying, if I hear you correctly, is it it all has to come from within and you don't build a brand, but it's actually, you know, who you are at your core, why you do what you do, where you come from, why you wake up in the morning. So it's kind of like an inner game, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, authenticity and vulnerability will always win the game because it humanizes you. And here's the thing, like pro athletes, a lot of times, I mean, they're just, they're so insanely talented. But in order to want to purchase the products that pro athletes are promoting, I need to feel like I can get the same results as them. It's why you see all these bloggers who have these insane brands, crazy followings, and they're actually getting paid tons of money to do endorsement deals because people look at them as someone that they can emulate. They say to themselves, oh, well, if they could do it, I could do it. But a lot of times people don't see that with athletes. So you have to be able to humanize yourself and let people in, let them know what the things are that make you normal outside of your sport. Is is this something that's challenging when like, I guess, speaking of let's like stick to high school athletes for a second. Um, like, is this something that is a, is a big challenge, let's say for like a parent that has a rising star and they're kind of, you know, coming into themselves, not only as an individual, but as an athlete and they're kind of put on a bigger pedestal than they were, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. And now it's like, you know, high school athletes are almost similar to the level of what college was back in the day now. So I guess, could you maybe talk a little bit about like how maybe parents could help guide their children or vice versa, like how someone in high school could be kind of taking the time to look inward and figure out who they really are? Absolutely. You know, it wasn't a high school student, but I just had a conversation with the one of the parents of a college player who is projected to potentially be drafted and so we were you know just discussing about what can be done now and it's similar to you know the way that I teach a class for some college student athletes now 
and you have to be grounded and it stays at home. I think that there should be a healthy balance between the parents and also some sort of mentor, because I think if you're a parent, you can relate to this. There's just a certain level that your children will look at someone with, you know, someone just in a little bit of a different light. So even my daughter, who is two, she acts differently when I ask her to do something than if her teacher does. Like she already knows at two years old, this is my teacher and this is my mom. And I might be able to work my mom and win her over a little bit. So I think that it's important that the parents need to keep the child grounded. I know some parents who keep access to their kids' social media accounts. I think that's a great idea. I think that you should have access when they're that young just to monitor, not don't, don't be the one who needs to post and do all that, but just to have an idea of what's going on because things can get messy very early on. But also I think figure out whether it's a coach, a friend, someone who can also be some sort of a mentor, even someone who's a professional who can also give them some insight because they're going to listen just a little bit differently if someone tells them, hey, you know, you really shouldn't be posting that because of the fact that it could cost you millions of dollars years from now. It just comes across a little bit different when it's that kind of person versus the parents. But it's so important to instill the values, to keep them grounded, to help them understand what's really important in life, which is so much bigger than just becoming a pro athlete, but it's about what you can do with that. Because the other thing is you have to be realistic. Yes, you wanna you know, tell your kids, chase their dreams, go after it. But also help them understand that sports can be an amazing platform and a huge springboard into different things. Yes, maybe you fulfill the dream and you get drafted, but also maybe it leads you into an amazing career. So I think just focus really in on instilling those values have very clear, open conversations with the kids, share insight about the repercussions. Like that's what I do a lot with the college students that I teach. I show them worst case scenarios, show them the amount of money that some of these athletes have lost because of a dumb tweet or a dumb Facebook post that they put out when they were 12 and 13 years old. I did a lot of work on a baseball player who he got called up the day that he got called up and made his debut in the big leagues, people found tweets and Facebook posts from when he was 13 years old. So I think also showing them what the repercussions could be can also help them, you know, just scare them a little bit to understand like it actually is bigger than you. Wow. I don't even know what I would say if that happened to me and someone was like, yeah, when you were 13, yeah, we can't sign this deal because of uh, that tweet you did in middle school. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's, that's, that's how this world is. And so it's better to be equipped up front because also then it's not so much of a shock when you get to the pros. You know, I see a lot of these, especially the basketball players, like a lot of these high school basketball players have more followers than some of the biggest celebrities out there, which is just wild. But you also have to keep in mind these days, like just because you have a lot of followers doesn't mean that you're going to make a lot of money off of your social media. Like, it, you know, there's just so many more layers to all these different things. 
So, I mean, yes, I get it when it comes to social, it's the whole like perception is reality, but just be careful, be careful with the vanity metrics, the vanity metrics feed your ego and having a huge ego where you think you're super cool because you have tons of followers is not going to get you very far in life. Got it. And for those athletes, I guess that might have big egos, because I feel like I might have been one of them at times as well. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm outing myself. Um, what would you say to me, like high school Travis, that imagine it's 2020, I have 112,000 Instagram followers, I'm projected to go, you know, to a top 10 school, and I'm at home right now. Like, what are some things that you would be, I guess, advising or like guiding me to do with my own brand, aside from, you know, just posting silly, you know, TikToks like I like to do, but they're probably not the best for my uh, personal brand. But what would you kind of tell me? Yeah, you know, even with the TikToks, it could be fun. So I think here's the thing. It's all about adding value. Like put your ego aside and realize that when you have a huge platform, how are you adding value to other people's lives? Because that's the thing when it comes to social media. People think that people are following you because they care about you. They think that like, oh my gosh, this person's so cool and I want to know what they're doing. No, they follow you because they want to know what you can do for them. So if you're posting funny videos all the time, they follow you because you make them laugh. If you post tons of workout videos, they follow you because you motivate them to work out. So put your ego aside and understand it's really not about you. They really do not care. What they care about is the value that you're adding to their life. When you start to realize that, you think just a little bit differently. And when you realize that, holy cow, I have this many people who I have some sort of influence over, you know, what kind of impact can I make with this? And I think in a time like this, like that's what it comes down to. Like, what do people need right now? I mean, right now, so many people are scared. I mean, they are literally scared and stressed because we don't have a lot of answers. And even when we get answers, it changes the next day. So what can you do to add value and positivity to the world And to these people who are following you, whether it's, hey, I'm going to go live with someone who I aspire and look up to, and we're going to talk about like what we're doing to stay motivated right now, or being willing to be vulnerable, like maybe you're not doing okay right now. And maybe you are not motivated to work out or, you know, you haven't been eating so healthy, or you don't know what the next stage, you know, or next step looks like for you. You know, maybe you're one of these kids who you know, like with the NFL draft around the corner, I mean, a lot of them didn't get to have those visits. They didn't get to go and meet with the teams and show them. And so the ones who weren't invited to the combine, you know, they're scared. Again, like what can you be doing to be a little bit vulnerable and put something out there, but add value to what's going on in the world right now? Because, you know, there's enough of trolling and haters and all these things. And like, we don't need any more of that online. I love that. So you guys heard that if you are at home and you might be unmotivated to work out or, you know, not sure what your future looks like, or just trying to figure out what to do, just figure out how to add value, figure out how to give your gift of happiness or laughter or, you know, physical fitness or athletic abilities or passion, whatever it is that you can give just give it like it only takes 15 seconds sometimes. And um, to Lauren's point, like you never know what 
that will do for someone else's life on the other end of that video. So um, really, really, really love that, Lauren. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, use it as time to reach out. Like, who are the people that you want to collaborate with, that you want to talk to? Like, also keep in mind, like, if you have that many followers, people will talk to you. I mean, reach out to the two of us. You know what I mean? Like, do a live session. You know, like, this is an opportunity to do some really, really cool collaborations. I mean, look at, like, Steph Curry and Dr. Fauci. Like, you know, that's something that most people would never put the two of them together. And here they are live on Instagram. So just, you know, there's some really cool things that can come of this and that will add value, not just to your life, but I promise it will also add value to your brand. I love that. And speaking of the Steph Curry, Dr. Fauci video, um, or like interview, I guess, um, what are some other things that you've seen kind of in the space or some creative ways that, you know, athletes or even just like influencer, influencers have been using the time to kind of get creative? Like I saw someone doing some like uh, driveway workouts, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh, my boy. <laughs> I'm up, last night I'm up late trying to get this YouTube video up. Oh my gosh. Well, if you haven't seen it, the infamous Terrell Owens, it's not Terrell, all you people. The T.O. was out there doing his 19 setups in his driveway. He actually constructed his his little apparatus he was using to do his sit-ups you know but I think that's cool and then of course I was laughing because of course he tagged you know all the top celebrities in this post and then we put it up on his YouTube last night but I think that's what it is I think it's getting creative the challenges are cool but it's getting creative with the challenges I mean I love to see the push-ups. I think it's great. The shot thing to me was just a little over the top. But, you know, doing things like that, like go be creative, you know, okay, this CEO's out there doing his sit-ups. Go do something new. I also love how many people have been going live. There's uh, a group in Chicago that has a yoga and meditation studio. They've actually been doing daily medita- live meditation sessions twice a day. There's tons of people doing workouts. I think all the big fitness influencers are out there doing workouts, which I love. Lots of live sessions and collaborations. I've been seeing, you know, it's funny because before all this happened, I'd log on to Instagram and maybe one person would be live. Now I log on and at the top, it's like the first like 10 little circles are live sessions. So I think that's cool. I love seeing people come together again to add value. And, you know, it's funny. I was actually just thinking, I'm like, okay, well, once we do this podcast, now Travis and I are going to have to go live together on Instagram and have the same conversation. But, you know, I think that those are the things that I've loved to see and jump on and just see, you know, what people are talking about. Oh, also the boot camp. I did a, uh, yesterday I did a free renegade boot camp session with Amy Jo Martin, who's amazing. She built Shaquille O'Neal brand. She's done a lot of work with, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and she did a session. I think it was an hour and a half. I mean, completely free. All you have to do is sign up with your email. I'm telling you, like, this is consulting that you would pay crazy amounts of money for. So I think get out there, go look up, like, let's say you want to get into branding. Go look, do a search of the people who are the top people in that field or, or who have a lot of influence in those areas and then just go look at their page like look back through you know their posts over the last two weeks and see what they've come up with and then figure out how to get involved in what they're doing Oof! you already signed me up to go live i don't, I don't know how i feel about that but now i'm like you know what like maybe maybe we're doing it, making you yeah. know it with me 
<laughs> no, we'll do it. I've uh, well, it's funny that you say that because as you you know talk through you know the sit ups and like making something in your garage to then do workouts on to then you know even a live meditation two times a week and you know boot camps with people that built brands for you know some of the people that we all look up to and aspire to be mm -hmm. like you know in our careers and it's like well i don't think people are really grasping the opportunity in front of us like yeah. you can dm someone a video and yeah. they can see it I tagged yeah. one of my favorite triple jumpers. Shout out Christian Taylor. Hopefully having you on the show sometime soon. But he's the one of the best triple jumpers of all time. And yeah. I tagged him in a post. He was like, yo, LOL, like this is a great one. For most kids that don't understand like what he means to me in jumping, it's kind of like if you've always aspired to be the best in a sport and like you see the person doing it while you're growing up and still continuing to stay atop the game. Like that's what that, you know, DM was like to me. So yeah. just for people listening, it's like you can send and share your messages with people that you would, wouldn't in a million years think that you'd have access to. So just I'm wanted to kind you, of put yeah. that out there. Now's the time. I was literally in Amy Joe's boot camp yesterday and I started texting all these people. Like a couple of my friends had been texting me and one of my friends had messaged me earlier in the day talking about the struggles of a small business. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sending everyone the link. Like go sign up right now. You have to jump in on this like ASAP. So, I mean, yes, like this stuff is the, the free access that's happening is insane. Yeah, that's, it's still, it's still mind blowing. And I guess like one thing too, as I'm thinking about like ways, like you work with so many different types of clients, right? You, like you work with people in the NFL, you work with people yeah. in the MLB, you work with people in the NBA. Yeah. And like, what are some of the things that regardless of, you know, what sport or profession that they're in, like, what are some of the things that you say consistently can like lead to their success of like enabling them to be the best version of themselves if you wouldn't mind sharing yeah sure you know I mean I think it's being humble you know I think the, the biggest thing is not letting the money get to you you know never forgetting where you came from and really understanding that your platform is so much bigger than you like so much bigger like all these people who you know if you're in the NFL who watch you on Sunday and all these people who watch your games and follow you on social media and you know, see you out in public, it is so much bigger than you. And you have an opportunity to change people's lives, you know? I think that's, that's what's really cool is like, you know, we think about, you know, someone like Kobe Bryant, who, you know, obviously is the perfect example of someone who developed a legacy, even in the short amount of time that he was on this earth. And he made people want to be better. Like if you watch any of his interviews, I'm not even talking about on the court. Like I'm talking about what he was also doing off. You watch an interview, you leave that interview and you're like, wow, I want to step up my game in life. And I think that's what it's about. Like, that's what you can do because when you realize that you have the power, like you literally have a purpose on this earth. You're not just here to play some game and get paid for a certain amount of years, which is a very, very finite very small part of your life even if you defy the odds and you play 10 years it's a very small part of your life you can literally change people's lives like there are people at home right now who have zero hope who come from the worst situation and all they need is one tweet one post need to watch you in a game need to see something that happens that changes that person's life 
And in my opinion, if you can show up as that person every single day, put your ego aside, humble yourself, figure out the things that you need to do to get yourself to that place, the healthy habits, the healthy eating, the mindfulness, the meditation, making sure your circle is surrounded by the right people. When you do that for you, you do that for the rest of the world. Like you do that for your fans who show up for you every day. So that's what it's about is realizing that it is bigger than you. You can literally change people's lives. And at the end of the day, I always say if all you do is impact one person's life, then what you did was worth it. Oof. I love that. I'm getting like I'm getting so excited because <laughs> these are the these are the conversations that I always dream about having and here I am fortunate enough to have a platform to share these conversations with other people. It's just like, it's such a great feeling, one, to just, you know, share the mic with you, but two, also just like learn so much like right now. And for a lot of people that follow me, they know that I'm an avid note taker. So I think I've already had like four pages of notes (laughs) just from this, you know, while doing the interview. And so like, these are the, you know, these are the times that, like I said, like, I, I just want to, be able to share with people like if you are looking at that and like look like one of the things that I wish I had in high school was someone to look out and be like yo like you could go you know d1 and you know I had people telling me I could have and all this stuff we won't get into the you know semantics of it but moral of this is like I I was in the, the shoes of someone that wishes they had more to like be given and kind of I want this episode to be something that you know if you're an athlete that's you know unsure about your future whether it's high school college even if you're a professional athlete and even if you're a post-professional athlete listening to this there's always a moment that you can decide to really lean into your true self of who you really are and share your gifts with the world And I think a lot of times for some people, they don't, it's not like a switch turns on and they realize that their gift is their gift. They kind of, you know, move into it. And then they realize over time that like they're here for a reason and they finally found their purpose. So people find it at different stages, different, you know, times in their life, but just kind of want this to, you know, be something that I can share back, you know, with you as well to let people know that like, Hey, we hear you, we feel you, we've been there. And if there's anything we can do to help guide you in the right direction, no matter what stage of the journey you're in, like, that's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. Any other, I guess, thoughts, like anything else that's been top of mind for you? Because I feel like, you know, the last couple of weeks for both of us, like Mm -hmm. I've done things where I'm like, I didn't even think I would do anything close to this. And here I am. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, honestly, I think about it. I do think about it all the time and it's, it's always humbling for me, you know, to even have these conversations where I get to share this insight and realize that, you know, it's, it's because of 10 years of experience, because of personal experiences that I've gone through, you know, to be able to do this. But I think that's, that's one thing to make sure of too, is that if you are an athlete, high school, college, pro, whatever it may be, you know, keep in mind that there's so much more to you and your talent than just the sport. I think a lot of people get caught up with athletes who are just amazing athletes and assume that their God-given talent is the ability to play a sport. And that's not always it. So think about how it can transition. You know, of course, nobody wants to necessarily have a backup plan, but keep in mind that if your goal 
is to make it to the pros, which is most young athletes, and you don't. There are so many things that you have learned from being an athlete that can be transitioned. Even things as a high school athlete that can be transitioned into being a college student and ways to go from college to being into, you know, the quote unquote real world. There's so many things like your work ethic, healthy habits, the connections that you make, the drive, the perseverance. Like for me, one of the ways that someone asked me the other day, you know, how are you able to, you know, have a two-year-old running around and you guys are both working, you've got so many things going on. I said, honestly, I feel like I'm back in entrepreneurship mode five years ago when I started my company, when I was working a day job, had my side hustle, starting my company and literally just slept when I, where I could get it and did work before and after my job. And that's how it felt like. And that stemmed back to college. You know, I was a cheerleader in college and being, you know, with the way that we did it in college is that we cheered for football, we cheered for basketball, we cheered for volleyball and we traveled, you know, and we were in the Big Ten and so we're traveling and luckily our team at the time was good. So we're going to bowl games and the NCAA tournament. But what it taught me was that I always had to be on top of my stuff because I had to have my homework done. We're also traveling across the country, missing class, having to prioritize, figure out all these things. So like, don't lose sight of the things that you are learning right now outside of just being an athlete. Even the things that you're learning on social media and the ways that you're learning to post or engage or interact with fans. Like I promise you, these are life skills that if you lean into them can help you a lot in the future. I love it. And, you know, I think that's such an important piece of information to take away for people is that at the end of the day, like you'll always, always be able to, you know, transition into something as long as you build a, a good core and a good foundation. And that's, you know, something even me, I struggle with that too, is like, yeah. okay, well, what's the non triple jumping safety Travis look like? And I definitely feel like for, for some people, it's definitely hard to put that stuff behind them. But like, to your point, like if you had to learn all these different things and manage your way through college as a cheerleader, uh, going all over the country, still getting your homework done, still being at the top of your class, still being a good friend. I think that's, you know, something that's really important that, you know, you can't really get from anywhere else. And mm -hmm. that's why I really love when I you know, find people that have played sports and have done athletics, just because they just understand and get something different that the people who haven't played just don't understand, um, which is not, you know, a good or bad thing. It's just a different way of thinking. So yeah, um, definitely really appreciate your perspective on that. You know, the last thing I'll add, because this came up in my class that I was teaching recently and it really hit home. Don't be afraid to lose friends. You know, this is something I was always afraid of. I love what you said. Have good friends. Make sure that they're the right friends. But also don't be afraid to lose the ones who aren't in it for the right reasons. The ones who only followed you around because you were the star athlete or the ones who wanted to hang on because they thought that you were going somewhere. If it starts, it starts to get to the point where their true colors start to show and you're questioning or they start to move on or you start to move in, in in an area that maybe they're not so fit for, it is okay especially high school and college, you will start to realize who your true friends are. And we think as young people, I remember this feeling, 
that in order to be popular, you need to have all these friends, you need to have these little cliques. Let me tell you, the older that you get, the more successful that you get, the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So I wish someone had told me this a long time ago. But if you start to lose some of these people who are not moving in the same direction that you are and are not going to be at your level, it is okay. You will feel anxious about it. It's going to suck. But I promise you, it will be okay in the long run. I love that. That just reminds me of the lessons my parents tried to tell me when I was a kid. And as I got older and older, they started making more and more <laughs> sense. And I'm like, oh, right? wait a minute. They were so right. <laughs> I know. I know, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And then, you know, you hate, you get to that point, and you tell them, they're like, I told you so. But yeah, I mean, that was something that, that I just wanted to add because it kept coming up in my class. And a lot of the kids reached out to me and said, thank you for that because I'm going through that right now. And it's really hard. So I get it. And I guess last but not least, unaccessible, you know, you can reach out to me. I sometimes I randomly put it out on my Instagram, like, hey, if you need help in sports or, you know, need help with your brand let me know. And then I'll get people reach out. And I always forget, you know, because people assume that you're too busy for them. So I just also want to throw it out that obviously anyone who's in your network, Travis, or anyone who listens to this podcast, like if there's anything that I can do to add value to your life or answer questions as it relates to sports or branding, I am definitely happy to be a resource. Thank you so much for that, Lauren. And um, likewise, if anybody, when this gets shared across your network as well, if they have any, you know, community interviewing, sales, marketing questions as well, like I'm another resource uh, to your tool belt. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for that. Well, Lauren, thanks so much. This has been such, you know, such a great interview. And with everyone listening, like if there's any questions you have, like I mentioned this again, but I think now is the real time to kind of, take some internal looks at, you know, where you are, you know, just give yourself an audit, whether it be, you know, with your friends, with your loved ones, just like ask them like, hey, what do you see me as? And how am I adding value, you know, to the world? And am I really doing the best that I can be doing? Just like put yourself on a pedestal for a second and look in the mirror and and just ask like, hey, is there anything I could be doing right now while I have this downtime? We're all fortunate to be taking things a little bit slower is there anything that I can do to make the world a better place? And I know that sounds very cliche, but I think right now is a great time to be able to do that. So Lauren, thanks again. And uh, this has been such a pleasure and I hope you guys have enjoyed this as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Community Builder Podcast. If you received an ounce of value from this podcast, share it with your friends. Oh yeah, don't forget to leave me a five-star review. I need those. Remember, Each perfectly laid brick moves you one step closer to building your community.